Hey, y'all. Cable here, and this week's podcast is proudly brought to you by my friends over at Bison Coolers, 100% American-made coolers. They're built not only for the outdoorsman or woman, but also for the weekend warrior type. You know, maybe uh, college football tailgating is your thing, or you're taking the wife and kids camping for the weekend. Either way, Bison Coolers has you covered. They're family-owned and offer great customer service, and you can find their entire lineup of coolers, tumblers, bottles, and other Bison gear by visiting bisoncoolers.com. Well, I'm a hussar, I'm a hun, I'm a wretched Englishman Riding Bonaparte at Waterloo I'm a dragoon on a dun, I'm a Cossack on the run I'm a horse soldier, timeless through and through Good morning, sweet, beautiful Texas and beyond. It is a great week to be alive in the great outdoors. I'm Cable Smith, and I want to give each and every one of you a sincere welcome to the Lone Star Outdoors show, powered, of course, by Dallas Safari Club. Also, thanks to our presenting sponsors, Lone Star Beer and Hoff Power Polaris. Man, there is no place I'd rather be than sitting right here talking, hunting, fishing, the great outdoors, and all that implies with you fine folks. So, thank you for being here. Um, what is a gorgeous weekend? We've got the crappie spawn going on. We've got one weekend left for spring turkey in the north zone. Folks tuning in from uh, other states across the country, uh, especially those up north, they've still got spring turkey rocking and rolling. Probably the uh, walleye spawn as well. I think when I went bear hunting in Alberta, the spawn was like almost about maybe a, maybe about this time actually, <laughs> mid-May, late May. Uh, so I imagine the walleye spawn is going on. Actually, this is crazy. They closed the lake, Calling Lake, Alberta. They close it to fishing during the walleye spawn. The outfitter told me you could literally just throw anything out there and reel in a walleye on every cast. I don't think we have that kind of fishing in Texas. Uh, but if we did, I'd, I'd dang sure take advantage of it. Uh, man, We've got a great show lined up for you today. Off the top, we'll be joined by Sergeant Toby Nunn of Veteran Outdoors. We had the pleasure of sitting down with Toby for uh, for a little bit, a couple segments actually this past week, and talking about the role that Veteran Outdoors plays or any organization uh, that takes our true heroes that are in dire straits on outdoor adventures, whether that's hunting, fishing, hiking, camping, you name it. Just connecting with nature is a huge part of the recovery aspect for a lot of our returning heroes. And so uh, Toby sat down with us. We talked about that in detail. Is He's he's a published author. Uh, he has a movie out, a couple movies out, and he thought he was on top of the world. This was 10 or so years ago. But man, he fell flat on his face just like so many of our true heroes do. And it's very difficult for them to assimilate back into society. They've seen things that you and I could never even dream of. So uh, we're, we're thrilled to have him. The interview's not all about Toby. It's more about what Veteran Outdoors is doing to aid in that recovery process uh, for so many of our, our true heroes. And so uh, we'll talk I mean, about some of the cool hunts that they've got going on. Some of the, man, they're going fishing down in Cabo, Marlin fishing, I believe, as well. Uh, and plus, Toby is British Columbia, born and raised, so big game hunting is his passion. We'll get into some of that as well. 
and and we actually will also discuss the cup for a cause, which this month only all of your area Rudy's barbecues, longtime supporter of our show, um, they are giving back to organizations like Veteran Outdoors through their camo cups. And so uh, Lauren Trahan of uh, the North Texas Rudy's Barbecue family will be here uh, to talk about that as well. So it's going to be some interesting stuff on that front. I'm certainly looking forward to it as someone who is passionate about doing whatever I can, whether that's donating uh, airtime or helping guide or whatever I can do to aid um, uh, just to maybe it's an escape. Just help these guys get away from the daily grind and what they're living with, the baggage that they're carrying when they come back, because it is profound. Uh, then we will talk crappie fishing with Paul O'Beer, seven-time crappie anglers of Texas, angler of the year. Are the slabs still up in the shallow spawning, or have they started moving deeper into their summer pattern? Uh, Paul tells us where to find them and how to catch them, among other things, this morning. Then uh, so, uh, absolute... Hilarious situation coming out of Florida. You might have seen the video. It's been posted all over social media and the internet this week, but golfer Ryan Gray actually teed off and smacked some kind of waterfowl in the head, out of midair. It lands in the water, splashes down. It is stone cold dead. It is one of the craziest things I've ever seen. If you've ever seen... um, Randy Johnson in that uh, pitcher, former Major League pitcher, Hall of Famer, knocked that pigeon into smithereens. Just it basically flew into one of his pitches. He throws 100 miles an hour. It disintegrated. Uh, that's kind of similar to what happened here with this uh, with this waterfowl. <laughs> it's it's insane. So we'll talk about that uh, rare encounter. It's it's going to be funny. I guarantee you that. Uh, he had his buddies there with him, and it was just like one of those surreal moments. Like what the hell? just happened uh so we'll get a first-hand account of that plus what is a ruling on that uh if you're out there golfing and you hit a bird and your ball ends up in the water with the dead bird are you penalized for that i don't know but ryan will break it down for us coming up here in just a little bit that's what's on the docket for today it's going to be a good one couple other things to mention our may photo of the month contest is going on right now i've got a lone star outdoor show limited edition cooler i've got a lone star beer camo prize pack and uh, what else will we throw in probably uh bison let's throw in a bison tumbler lone star outdoor show bison tumbler uh to really sweeten the pot so about a 250 dollars value on this prize pack and all you have to do is email me your best hunting or fishing photo to lone star outdoor show at gmail.com better yet post it on our facebook page or tag us on instagram and we'll get you entered and then our 12 monthly winners from 2017 will square off at the end of the year for a chance to hunt trophy black buck or axis deer with me down at coons canyon ranch in rock springs texas so you know what to do send in those photos and we'll get you entered all right uh oh, one other thing to mention let's do a giveaway i've got a havilon y'all know havilon they make the best caping, skinning, quartering knives on the planet. I mean, literally, they use surgical scalpels. That's how sharp they are. So uh, I've got a Havilon cap and T-shirt prize pack here. Third person to text in the word knife. That's knife 
to 214-289-7807. We'll send you the Havilon prize pack. Let's take a break. Up next, we'll be joined by our old friend, Sergeant Toby Nunn of Veteran Outdoors. We'll talk uh, some big game hunting and also figure out how we can make a difference in the lives of our heroes who are returning home. That's coming at you next right here on the Lone Star Outdoors Show. There's a farm plowing a barren field Wondering what kind of crop it'll yield It don't rain this week and no little don't grow It's no secret the weather in North Texas is harsh and unforgiving and that's why I need to tell you about Tidal Roofing. A fully insured roofing company serving DFW since 2003, plus one of the owners is a range listener himself. Title Roofing offers free estimates with a workmanship guarantee of seven years using only quality materials. They offer residential and commercial roofing, gutter and window installation and repair, painting, fencing, and are a general contractor. Check them out at TitleRoofing.com or call 972-455-8181 today. Do you have a hog problem at your ranch or deer lease? We have the solution. The System Hog Trap comes in two sizes, 17-foot and 30-foot diameter traps. After you trap the hogs, take the top section off the trap and use it for another feeder site to keep the hogs away from the feeder. The System is both a trap and a deer food plot fence. That way you don't waste your money on just a hog trap. Call 940-391-3669 or visit www.goinfencing.com. That's goinfencing.com. Hey, North Texas sports fans, this is Brian Spagnola, General Manager of Texas Motor Cars in Addison. My family's been in the car business for over 50 years, and I want to show you the difference in buying from a family-owned and operated business. TexasMotorCars.com is an awesome website that lets you do virtually all of your shopping online. We have a professional photographer that takes amazing photos, and we give you all the information that you'll need up front. You can even find out how much we will give you for your trade-in before you ever come in. I take pride in the fact you can come in, choose a car, and be out in less than an hour. We have financing rates starting at 1.79% on pre-owned vehicles and can help almost anybody. Please do yourself a favor. If you're in the market for a pre-owned vehicle of any kind, give us a shot. Let me show you how easy buying a vehicle should be. Visit TexasMotorCars.com or come visit our 20,000-square-foot indoor showroom in Addison. Again, visit TexasMotorCars.com or call us at 1-888-9-TX-MOTORS. Hey, y'all, it's Jeff Foxworthy, and thanks for listening to my buddy Cable Smith on the Lone Star Outdoor Show. Coming at you this morning on the Lone Star Outdoor Show. I'm Cable Smith. Thank you so much for being here. I do appreciate it as we are about to get into some big game conversation as well as the role the outdoors plays or can play uh, in the recovery process for so many of our returning heroes who spent time in action overseas. So my good friend, Sergeant Toby Nunn of Veteran Outdoors is sitting right here beside me. But before we jump into things with him, this segment of the program is proudly brought to you by Costa Sunglasses. If you're looking for a new pair of polarized shades that are going to change the game for you when it comes to fishing, whether that's uh, bass or if you're heading down to the coast to, to hit the surf for reds and trout, it doesn't matter. Costa has you covered with their 580p lens technology plus you can mix and match 
any frame or style with the lens of your choice. And you can find it all at CostaDelmar.com. Costa Sunglasses, see what's out there. All right, uh, well, let's go ahead and bring on Sergeant Toby Nunn of Veteran Outdoors. Toby, it's been a minute, man, but uh, it's great to have you back on. It's great to be back. It's been a couple of years, so yeah. I'm pretty excited to be back. It's been a while, that is for sure. Life's been treating you well, though? It has, and the, and the cool thing is we're actually like you know hanging out together this time versus yeah. like calling in. I think last time I, I was talking to you like from a blind somewhere, yeah. like waiting on like uh, feeders to go off or something. It was like kind of crazy when I was talking to you last time. Yeah. Remind us, for any of our listeners who aren't familiar with you, uh, talk a little bit about your military background, and then we'll transition into uh, veteran outdoors. So, you know, I'm a real fortunate guy. Uh, I got to, to serve in the U.S. Army. Uh, I did that because as a, a really young boy, I read this cool book by Robert Heinlein called Starship Troopers. And it said that if you served your, your country, you would earn citizenship. Hmm. And uh, for a, a little bush kid out of B.C., you know, that was a, a great way for me to, to truly, like, plant my flag here in America and, and be an American. Mm-hmm. Uh, I served in the infantry. Uh, you know, I, I think that's... Uh, if, if you're going to do something, actually go and do it. And the infantry was the, the best option for me. Plus, it let me hang out in the woods and, you know, like lay on the ground at night. <laughs> and uh, I was able to do it for, uh, you know, over a decade. Uh, mm-hmm. I was really blessed. I got to, to see a lot of the world, both in good and, and in bad. Mm-hmm. And uh, so everything from, you know, living in Korea and working in the Balkans back in the 90s to Iraq, obviously, in, yeah. in the 2000s. Right, right. Well, we're certainly grateful for your service. Um, we were talking off the air as we're here at uh, Rudy's Barbecue. And uh, Alan, we're in Alan? Is that where we are? This is Alan. Okay, Alan. Anyway, before your involvement with Veteran Outdoors, I guess there's this, this time frame in a veteran's life. It's very difficult. It's when they return uh, you call it a transition period. And I guess that's, uh, you said there's no magic pill you can take. It is what it is. It's extremely difficult. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. You know, like we were saying, when, when you get off the, when we were talking beforehand, uh, when you get in the military, you, you have all these tour guides, you yeah. got recruiters, you got career counselors, you got, you know, people that you have to like, you know, work through to, to get in. Um, it's actually harder to get into the military than it is to get into college. Hmm. And, uh, but when you get out, you know, they they give you a, a stack of papers and they're like, hey, here you go. Like, this is what you need to do. And uh, you don't really have a tour guide. You don't have, you know, a handrail to kind of like lean up against to, mm-hmm. to kind of navigate those waters or, or to, you know, get a compass check. Yeah. And, and it really is a, a transition. Uh, you're used to a certain way of life. You're used to being told when to be somewhere, what to wear, uh, who's your boss. Yeah. Um, you know that when there's someone senior to you, you behave a certain way, and there's someone junior to you, you behave a certain way. Uh, you get out in the what we used to call the real world, and the, which is the real world. Um, you, you know, there's there's no superiors, there's there's no juniors. Like, you know, man is equal. Mm-hmm. Um, in the corporate setting, there's people that are higher on the corporate ladder than you, but you know, you, you just learn. Yeah. And uh, a lot of guys, myself included, struggled with that transition. Uh, yeah. You, you think it's simple and you, you think that you have all the tools and the assets to, to successfully navigate that. But the reality is it's a complete culture shock. Yeah. And um, I mean, you're a published author at this time yeah. and you had a movie out. Yeah. And uh, you thought, I mean, hey, you're successful. You can do it on your own. But that wasn't the reality. No, like uh, sometimes I tell people a story. Uh, I, I was getting an award 
uh, this is going to sound super pretentious, but there's a point to it. I was getting an award for being uh, the most read military blogger. Mm-hmm. And uh, they flew me out to Vegas to go to this big, you know, new media blog world expo. And, you know, I'm speaking there. I'm getting this award for having like, you know, the most popular military blog. And I'm going to these VIP parties and I just got back from Iraq. So like I'm going behind the red velvet, you know, like people are looking at me, you know, we're, there's celebrities there. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm partying with guys like Matt Goss and like uh, the pussycat dolls. And I'm like beating my chest and like, <laughs> I'm like the big war guy. Right. Yeah. And I'm like the cool guy. And uh, I came back from that trip in Vegas and was homeless. Like I was living this total facade that mm-hmm. I had everything together. Like my home life had fallen apart. Uh, I'd been asked to leave my house. I was not sleeping in, under the same roof as my babies um, because I didn't know how to act. Like I was struggling that much. And it, you know, I like I had all the trappings and the look of success, but the reality was complete and utter failure. And and it was a moment of despair. You know, and for an infantry guy, you know, what do you do when things are uncomfortable? Like. I hit the wood line mm-hmm. because that made sense to me. I was like, having a cell phone bill was so foreign. I was used to living 10 seconds in front of my face or, you know, the next mission or the next opportunity, you know, like the next fight. I got back here and it's like, you know, now the, the main concern is mortgage payment, credit card debt, um, cell phone bills, uh, picking your kids up in the line. And like, I couldn't pick my kids up at school because they, would make all the cars get into a line. And I was like, I'm going to get killed in this situation. <laughs> like, no. This is bad. You know, like why would they put us all together like this? And I just, I struggled and yeah. I ended up like uh, being homeless for a, a, a short period of time uh, because I like, I felt like that was the safe place. And, and, and that was part of this transition period. Like it, it, I wasn't crazy. I wasn't contagious. I, I was just, unable to adapt at that moment in time and and a lot of people don't realize now that's obviously dramatic and not everyone experiences that but everyone that transitions from active duty to the civilian world they go through a transition they go through things that are you know are no longer usual no longer nor like what is normal waking up to mortar fires normal for you but that i mean the civilian can't relate to it we have no idea so like there's no tour guide for that and you know i think it's crucial that you know a couple years ago uh uh two presidents of the united states believed so strongly in a man who was the chairman of the joint chiefs and, and his name was admiral mike mullins and he identified that there was a gap in, in in this and he said we need to create a sea of goodwill and he went out and he had speakers he had military guys and gals work together to create a sea of goodwill to help this mm. catch basin to help organizations like fill the gaps where the Department of Defense and the and the Veterans Administration could not, and and that's so crucial because is there resentment on your part that there is no? I mean, or is that just the reality, or do you resent that there? It kind of is like you guys get back and we're like, well, thanks, but that's the end of it, you know? I, I don't think resentment's the right term. Uh-huh. Um, now th- there's concern yeah. uh, that in an in an effort for guys and gals to get out in a hurry. Some things are neglected, yeah. and I think we owe, especially some of our damaged, be it physically, be it mentally, emotionally, we, we owe um, to make sure that we set people up for success. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm personally not resentful of the situation. I, I look at it a, a little bit different because I'm, I know it needs to be done, and that's why I enjoy being part of that process and helping guys and gals with that process. I, I'm grateful because 
that lens that I get to look through really helps me appreciate what I have. Right. Like I, I appreciate the roof that I'm under. Mm -hmm. I, I appreciate my babies and that roof. I appreciate, you know, the time that I get with my family. Yeah. I, I, I'm not going to squander it. So. Right. You even said you sold all your guns when you got back and you, you know, you grew up. I mean, that's what you did from the time you're a kid, you know, mm -hmm. until, until you did it for a job in Iraq and you got back and were so disenchanted with it that you sold all your guns. Yeah. It was kind of a, a strange place. Like you, you look at a, a gun as a tool, you look at it as a, as an implement, mm -hmm. you know, it, and I, I'm, as I made that transition, I was like, well, I'm never going to need that implement. I'm never going to need that tool again. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to like, if I need to get some good meat, I'm going to go get some brisket at Rudy's and I'm going <laughs> to get it by the pound and I'm going to feed my family. Yeah. Or I'm going to go to HEB, you know, right. and get the vegetables, you know, to make a salad to go with it or whatever. Like, I'm like, I don't, that's the provisional need of mankind is being met by society in, in, in all its trappings. I don't, I don't need to do that. So uh -huh. like, it, you know, and I was like, I, and I re, kind of rejected and rebuffed that. I was like, yeah. oh, I don't, I don't need that implement. I don't need that tool. And, and I I realized, you know, Cody Hurt, uh, the founder of Veteran Outdoors, uh, you know, I was helping him out and I was actually working with another organization at the time. And he, you know, he, he suckered me. Yeah. He's the great, the great, you know, con artist. And he was like, hey, you know, you're really good with camera work and, and film stuff. Why don't you come and hang out and help us out with this, this show we're going to do? And, uh, you know, I got out there and, you know, he, we're out in the woods. And I was like, oh, man, it smells so good. You know, it feels so good. You know, like you're out in the wild you're on god's creation and you're enjoying it like this is this is what it's really about and then he was like yeah and and then i'm, I'm gonna need you to shoot this thing you know like we, we need <laughs> you to do this yeah and you know there obviously didn't happen immediately there was like other steps to it but you know it reminded me like okay like this this is like part of the what god intended when he created man to do you know he spoke about you know conquering the earth so it was uh -huh. like let's get our mind back onto like being that man and like forget about like the political side of it forget about that like let's get back to like the primal part of who we are and why we exist and you know getting back in the outdoors really kind of settled my soul mm -hmm. like getting back to like this primal place where it's like know, a real life wild at heart you know yeah no mm -hmm. like i'm a big elders fan uh -huh. you know but yeah absolutely yeah. It, it it really kind of put me in a place where I was like, I was calm again. Like mm -hmm. my dad was not a big hunter. My dad was an avid salmon fisherman and a, a great, and quite impressive at it. Um, but he was an amazing outdoorsman. He, uh, we would canoe, we would do canoe trips that people would probably call CPS on and be like <laughs> this crazy father's taking his son down this river. And you know, they're like big rivers up there. Yeah. And we thought nothing of it. There was no cell phones. There's no GPS trackers. We're like, okay voyagers go and you know we'd go pick cranberries and we'd go hike these mountains and we had you know wonderful exchanges yeah. with animals some kind of scary yeah you know it's not like the bears that are scary it's actually the moose and the wolverine like wolves and bears what everyone's like the, all the the movies are made of like they're actually like the teddy bears of the, the wild it's it's that female moose that you really need to watch out for and mm. that wolverine that's just ill-tempered i mean like yeah. I don't know why they didn't have that on like Austin Powers, but like, that's the <laughs> most ill-tempered animal on earth. Yeah. But it, it settled the soul. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, for so many guys and gals that spend their entire adult life 
being trained and taught to work in austere environments, it only makes sense to get them outdoors. Mm -hmm. It only makes sense to like bring them back to like a simple state of being. Here you are, breathe oxygen, put all these worries, these, these little technological distractions and these uh, trappings of life to the side and just get down to what, what do you need to do? Mm -hmm. Survive, breathe, look around you, look at what God's created. Look how wonderful this place is. Now here's an opportunity for you to a catch this fish. Here's an opportunity for you to harvest this animal. Here's an opportunity for you to hike around Zion national park and see some of the most beautiful country in our country that people don't even know exists. Right. You know, like here's your opportunity and you're capable. You might think because of your circumstances have changed, perhaps you're missing an appendage. Perhaps you're, you know, what some would consider disabled now because you have a blue placard hanging from your mirror and a little chair on your license plate. Like you might think that your life is different. Your quality of life is not like you can still enjoy. You can still relish all these things that you did before. And mm -hmm. if you didn't welcome to them, because right. it's a great world out there. Absolutely. My friend, um, Toby, we need to work in a quick break here. But there's still a lot to get into, man. I want to dive into veteran outdoors, some of the unique hunting and fishing opportunities that you guys provide these veterans in need. And I also want to find out what is your favorite thing to hunt. So uh, are you cool to stick around for another segment? Absolutely. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, that segment, by the way, brought to you by Rustic Reminders Taxidermy in Marion and also with the second location in San Antonio, Texas. Rustic Reminders has been taking care of me and all of my trophies for six years now, it doesn't matter if it's a black bear, a trout, a whitetail, a turkey, an exotic, you name it, they got you covered. So for your next trophy mount, give my friends Josh and Becky Gunther a shot over at Rustic Reminders Taxidermy, and you can find uh, find them at gr8mounts.com. That's gr8mounts.com. Let's knock out a break. We will be right back with more from Sergeant Toby Nunn of Veteran Outdoors here at Rudy's Barbecue in Allen, Texas. You're listening to the Lone Star Outdoors Show. Cause she just started liking cheating songs And what's bothering me I don't know if that's the cheating she likes Or just the melody in the market for a compact track loader, then check out the Bobcat Advantage, where Bobcat track loaders squared off against other brands in a variety of tests and challenges. Whether you're looking for performance advantages, uptime protection, or quality design, Bobcat compact track loaders are the best-built machines in the industry. But don't take our word for it. Watch the videos at BobcatAdvantage.com or see Bobcat machines in person at Bobcat of Dallas and Louisville, Fort Worth, Cedar Hill, Longview, and now McKinney. Visit BobcatofDallas.com or call 469-586-0000. Hey, y'all. Chris Letzinger, online sales manager at Cinnamon Creek Ranch here, reminding you we're not your typical archery club. We're a one-of-a-kind archery facility with indoor and outdoor ranges, full pro shop, and six different 3D courses. Cinnamon Creek was designed by hunters for hunters. Located in Roanoke, Texas, we have over 200 3D targets to hone your archery skills. Call 817-439-8998 or visit us at cinnamoncreekranch.com to visit our new online store. That's cinnamoncreekranch.com. It's no secret the weather in North Texas is harsh and unforgiving, and that's why I need to tell you about Tidal Roofing. 
a fully insured roofing company serving DFW since 2003. Plus, one of the owners is a range listener himself. Title Roofing offers free estimates with a workmanship guarantee of seven years using only quality materials. They offer residential and commercial roofing, gutter and window installation and repair, painting, fencing, and are a general contractor. Check them out at TitleRoofing.com or call 972-455-8181 today. Wolves is the name of that one there from American Aquarium, bringing us back on the Lone Star Outdoors show. I'm your host, Cable Smith. Uh, thanks to our title sponsor, of course, Dallas Safari Club. We appreciate their continued support. Speaking of wolves, though, we've got an interesting show planned for you next week when we visit with the Wolf Hunting Authority, Luke Sterling, who will join us from Montana. So uh, I'm excited about that. Uh, we'll just leave that as a little tease there for you. Uh, this segment of the show, as we are about to uh, pick it back up with our friend Toby Nunn of Veteran Outdoors. But anyway, this segment is brought to you by Horizon Firearms, located in College Station, Texas. Y'all have seen the photos because I'm not shy about posting them. My 7 Mag is absolutely beautiful. Just got their new Crux Backcountry rifle stock added to uh, my 7 Mag. And uh, the Iota Crux weighs in at 27 ounces. So if you're like me, you're unpacking your pack, repacking it, counting every ounce before that backcountry trip, a lightweight rifle stock, <laughs> it's going to make a world of difference. Check it out. It's the Iota Crux from Iota Outdoors and Horizon Firearms in College Station, Texas, by the way. Uh, okay, let's uh, go ahead and jump back into it here with Sergeant Toby Nunn of Veteran Outdoors. Toby we already discussed that all-important transition period in the life of a uh, returning hero. They get back to the United States from active duty, and things often don't go so well for them. They're having a hard time. They're struggling. That's where you guys step in. Now talk about how many lives Veteran Outdoors was able to change in the past year as far as the number of veterans that you guys take on these outdoor adventures and, and also how many days of field y'all are putting in each year. So the past couple of years have been a little a little more hectic than, you know, our, our humble beginnings. Mm -hmm. uh, we started in earnest in uh, early 2008 uh, with our IRS determination. Then, you know, things really started rolling. Uh, but the past couple of years, uh, we've been in triple digits mm -hmm. uh, with, you know, both high 200s and, and, and this past year, high 300s, wow. um, which equates to a lot of field days. Yeah. And, Doing, doing the math, uh, there's not a lot of us that do it. Uh, we're, we're very kind of hands-on and, and selfish about some of it uh, because we, we get some, we get more out of it sometimes than some of the people. But, uh, yeah, we're usually on, on average, each of us are spending 140 to 160 days away from our family wow. doing veteran outdoors, uh -huh. which has become an extension of our family. Like right. we, we try to incorporate our wives. We try to incorporate our kids uh, as much as we can. Uh that way, you know, the burden isn't always on them as well, but mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's, you guys have it broken up pretty good. I mean, you do most of the big game stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, I think Cody does most of the whitetail and then y'all do the fishing stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah, Brad. Uh, Brad's an amazing bird guy. Uh-huh. Uh, Turkey. Yeah, he he do, he does yeah. all the all the birds. He, yeah, he's he's a. Uh, he he's really. So yeah, each of y'all have your your yeah. niche there. Yeah, he he he's really changed <laughs> my view on birds. Uh, you know, like I'd never been dove hunting, uh-huh. and I'd never even heard of dove hunting till I was in Iraq. And uh, I had a couple of Texas Texans that worked for me as soldiers, and they were like, they saw these big dove in Iraq, and they're like, we got to kill them, Sergeant. <laughs> and I'm like, those are pigeons. Yeah. And um, I, they I, were right. <laughs> and I was like, why would you, why would you want to do that? And they're like, it is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> and I'm like, nah, y- y- y'all should shoot something a little bit bigger. Yeah. It's more people, and it probably tastes better. And they're like, you're so wrong, Sergeant. <laughs> and uh, you know, Brad. Brad took me out and taught me how to like dove hunt. And it's like, that's a life changer because uh-huh. you know, that's just fun. It's oh, yeah. good social, but yeah, everyone kind of has their niche. What um, is your favorite thing to hunt? Uh, so I, I'm a worthy opponent guy. Yeah. Um, and, uh, my favorite hunt of all time, uh, I have two, two moments, two actual hunt moments that were good. One, one involved a bear uh-huh. and the other involved Turkey. And, and we were completely unsuccessful. Yeah. But the company that I had on that uh, was phenomenal. And uh, it, it was, I, I felt, probably the most tactically sound hunt I'd ever been on. <laughs> but we were unsuccessful. And, and, and that's part of it. Oh, like, yeah. And like, yeah. If, I, we, if we tagged out every time, what would keep us coming back? Right. It's the, the, the failure. Yeah. Like, I, I missed my first elk hunt, New Mexico, public land. I called in this elk. I thought I was... I thought it was God's gift elk hunting just because yeah. I called it in myself yeah. and yeah. I didn't have any elk hunting experience. But of course I missed the shot, you know, yeah. I was like, ah, oh. two years later, I finally killed one about 500 yards from where I missed that day. Oh, nice. Yeah. So like, it kind of came full redemption. circle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let me ask you this. Uh, there's a struggling veteran out there. One of our listeners knows today. How do they get plugged in with veteran outdoors? It's super easy cable. Uh, first thing they, they can do is, is go to our website, mm-hmm. which is a veteranoutdoors.com. Um, and you know, there's a contact form that they can fill out. Uh, it comes directly to us, uh, in, immediately comes directly to us. Uh, and we, and we check them, uh, cause we, you know, one thing we've learned that if you're the guy filling out a contact form at two in the morning, there's probably a reason why you're the guy filling out a contact form at, at two in the morning. Mm-hmm. And so like, you know, we take the time to kind of to pay attention to those. Yeah. Um, not only is there a contact form, if there's someone listening that, you know, wants to, you know, get someone out with us, uh, there's like a submit a hero tab. Mm. And, uh, a lot of organizations, they have these fancy formulas to, to what they think, uh, deserves, uh, something with them. And, uh, we, we believe in the deserving term, uh, but we don't have a formula. You don't have to be a certain percentage of, uh, you know, combat, you, you don't have to have like this certain disability. Mm-hmm. What, what, what you need is, you know, to have served this country honorably and, and have a desire, you know, to like do something, you know, positive. And, you know, not, not everyone that we take out has ever been in the outdoors. You know, we, we've taken, you know, obviously veterans that, you know, are from other forces like the Air Force that don't spend a lot of time in the, not to sound stereotypical, <laughs> um, but, you know, then there's, you know, the Navy, yeah. like not, not everybody that's in the Navy gets to spend a lot of time on shore. Yeah. And so, you know, we get to share the outdoors with, with people too. And, and if you want to nominate somebody, you know, like that, that's wonderful. And, and, and we look, we look forward to that because those, when someone identifies something missing in someone's life and they think it's going to make an impact, it, it just motivates us so much to do 
you know, so much more, you know, over the top that we can. And, and that's kind of what we're known for. Mm-hmm. Um, not everything we do is a, like a simple get up early and, you know, go and do a management hunt. Sometimes like we do something exceptional. And right. We really like. We all that. going to Cabo here in a couple of weeks to we go are. marlin fishing. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no <laughs> I'm big jealous. Deal. No big deal. Yeah, the, uh, you know, last year ah, your they, job sucks. Yeah, yeah. last year they took. Uh, I I didn't go on that trip, but uh, they had six guys, twenty one marlin. Wow. The biggest issues, and not only did you know they so it was catch and release. You know they catch, oh, yeah. catch them, but there was like a, an area that that they would like get in the water with with the the fish wow you know and like kind of get on terms with it and you know you know and when you think about it you put it in perspective you know here's a guy out of his element getting into this animal's element and appreciating it Mm -hmm. and then and releasing him you know you know there's like this cathartic moment that happens there and like you you don't get that when you you sit in some group therapy session you know with folding chairs in a circle looking at each other going like hi my name is toby yeah i've made some bad mistakes in my life yeah you know like you get those guys out there and you know you know whatever you're missing maybe you're not missing anything maybe you're just missing something inside yeah and you know that that's that moment so mm. well toby why don't you hand the mic to lauren trahan here as uh, she was nice enough to have us out here at rudy's today longtime supporter of our show and uh lauren why don't you talk a little bit about we've got these camo cups here for the month of may a right. cup for a cause uh, let's talk about how this came about and what the uh, the purpose is. Oh, sure. Uh, for the entire month of May, our large 32-ounce cups turn camo. They're usually black with red writing. Mm-hmm. I, hopefully, people have seen them around. And uh, every customer that comes in has an opportunity to donate. Every dollar that's donated goes to a military-based charity, and uh, they get a free drink coupon for their next visit. This year, our North Texas stores, Allen, Frisco, Denton, Arlington, and Fort Worth, Mm -hmm. will be contributing to two charities, Veteran Outdoors, of course, and uh, Foxtrot, which is actually a newly formed organization. Uh Uh, This is, I want to say it's the sixth year that Rudy's has done this, and it's been a huge success. It's gotten bigger each year, and we're super excited to be a part of it. Right, right. And so anybody that comes in has the opportunity to uh, be a part of this. And I mean, because if you'll, uh, Lauren, thank you so much. If you'll give the mic back to uh, Toby here. Uh, Lauren Trahan, thank you so much for having us today. Um, But uh, yeah, so in your world, donations, that's what you guys live off of. That's what funds the whole it really Outfit. is you know the uh, we're, we're tremendously blessed with wonderful sponsors mm-hmm. uh, that help us you know with the implements uh, and the field needs but the reality is you know we can't accomplish what we want to accomplish if, if there isn't you know greenbacks involved in it if there's not there's not some money there's not some funding mm-hmm. and you know Rudy's has been just not just a, a friend of the program, but a, a strong, staunch supporter of our program for, for several years and in, and in different ways, mm-hmm. you know, be it, you know, getting guys, you know, a breakfast taco on their way out of town on the trip, you know, to, you know, e- perhaps even getting breakfast tacos, eating them in, in the vehicle on our way to the airport to fly somewhere. Um, but also in, in financial contribution and, and the, and the cup for a cause, uh, has been a, a wonderful program. Uh, that has benefited not just veteran outdoors but several military uh, charities but it, it for us has been a substantial uh, injection of support that uh, you know we we don't want to like grow accustomed to 
because you know we, we know like the American people are truly a grateful nation and that they're doing what they can and you know times are not what they used to be you know we're not enjoying hundred dollar barrels of oil anymore right you know like you know people you know a dollar might seem in insignificance or inconsequential but when you know a hundred people put one dollar together you know that makes a big impact mm -hmm. and when 500 people put it together you know we're able to do something fantastic for someone extremely deserving mm -hmm. that normally wouldn't get that opportunity so a little bit helps and you know the spirit that's behind it is, is just as important you know when you know, you, you walk around with this camel cup or you're just sitting in this restaurant, you know, and someone comes in. I, I came in earlier and uh, enjoyed a nice little turkey sandwich. And as I was walking around, uh, going back and forth, getting my onions and pickles and stuff, I was looking around and I saw these cups on the table, you know, in, in front of family members, in front of, you know, guys with the reflective vests on, you know, that were taking their lunch break. And mm -hmm. I know that that's their, their quiet way of saying, hey, thanks, you know, and, you know, America is great. Yeah. And, you know, like maybe they don't, you know, have the courage to when they see that guy or gal in uniform to walk up and shake their hand. You know, maybe they feel awkward about that. But like, here's a, just a simple way that you can do that. And, you know, yeah, it's a dollar. But man, like in the big picture, this organization, uh, Foxtrot, you know, that helps with the, it looks like employment and stuff like that. Like, man, that's a big part of the transition that we're talking about housing and therapy with us getting out there in the outdoors and doing stuff. A dollar goes a long way. And $10, you don't have to just give a dollar. I mean, no, you can, no, you can <laughs> give as much you, as you, you want. You can give yeah. as much as you want. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and any any help is appreciated. Any help is important. And, and with smaller organizations, and that's the, the beauty of this project, is, you know, Rudy's partnered with, you know, not organizations that are on this huge national scale with commercials on different news channels and, mm. you know, like, they've partnered with people that are making an impact in the community and, and, and they can witness and participate that impact and the people that contribute absolutely do as well. So you know, it's a wonderful investment in your local community and, and it's a, a wonderful investment in the country. Right. Right. Uh, giving back to those who gave that's uh, y'all slogan. And uh, I think that speaks for itself. Um, I guess upcoming hunts that you're looking forward to this, uh, this fall. Oh, we, we Nate, tell me your, the one you're looking most forward to. The, the the one that I'm the most excited about uh, is actually a wild sheep hunt in Texas. Really? So there's yeah. a, a, a stretch of land along the Pecos River uh -huh. that 70 years ago. Oh, uh, they're going to crucify you if you call it the Pecos. It's the Pecos River. It's the Pecos. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm Canadian. Please forgive me. Along that south of Ozona there, there's a, a stretch of land along the river where 70 plus years ago, some doll sheep uh, got released into the wild. Uh -huh. And uh, that herd has grown naturally for, you know, multi-generations and now is qu quite a, a large herd on primarily private land. And um, it's our favorite hunt because it's not in your extravagant five-star lodge. Right. Uh, there are animals that don't cooperate with you. Mm -hmm. um, they like canyons. They like steep cliffs. Uh, they make you go up and down them. Uh, they don't give you a good shot. So sometimes you have to employ some, some shooting craft, yeah. uh, some skill, uh, to get them. And, uh, you sleep under the stars. There's no light pollution except the moon. Yeah. And when you, you know, you look up at, at that sky, you know, and it, there, you got that song, you know, the deep in the heart of Texas and you, right. you like on the Pecos uh, river. 
<laughs> which is like way on the side of it, which is not in the heart of it. But, but when you look up at the sky and you, and you, there's no light pollution and you're just out there and there's nothing around you for double digit miles, like no civilians, no civilization. It, you really get a full experience. And that for me is like my favorite. And, and the folks that own the property are probably some of the greatest Americans I've ever met. Not mm. just Americans, the greatest human beings mm -hmm. that I've ever met. And, you know, they, their family uh, lost somebody in the war. And um, instead of uh, where many, and deservingly so, you know, could, could feel indebted, uh, you know, that the nation owes them something, uh, they feel that they just are obliged to do more. Like mm. their family sacrifice was not enough and they need to do more if not it dishonors that memory and you know they're just great family great americans great human beings and that where you think if you drove by on i-10 and look south you're like this is a desolate ugly place you get out there and it's one of the most beautiful mm -hmm. places i've ever seen in texas no doubt no doubt well cool uh website and then social media stuff if people yeah, want to find you absolutely uh, you know we uh we have a strong social media presence uh you can join us on facebook at you know facebook backslash veteran outdoors uh our website's www.veteranoutdoors.com and uh you can join us there uh we do have that twitter and we, mm -hmm. and we got that that you know the g gram <laughs> um but facebook is really where we like to interact with uh -huh. everybody you know, we're, we're highly active on there. We love talking to people of, you know, whatever, you know, if you're a veteran, you have a question, you know, hit us up there. You know, we have a, a very fast response rate. Uh, if you're a family member, if you're a sponsor, you know, that's a great place to, to learn about our sponsors. We like to, to brag up, you know, the wonderful people that support us like Rudy's uh, and like some of the, the firearm companies and the archery companies that mm -hmm. support us. Let, let's face it. The outdoors is a place where there's a lot of questions. So there's a lot of misunderstanding mm -hmm. and uh we we feel a, a need to be ambassadors you know to god's creation and so like hit us up on social media and, and we're happy to talk with you awesome awesome and once again uh there are five north texas rudies then they're all taking part in a cup for a cause so y'all check it out uh, lauren thank you so much for having us today thank you glad you could both be here all right, Sergeant Toby Nunn of Veteran Outdoors and our friend Lauren Trahan of Rudy's Barbecue. Uh, that segment, by the way, proudly brought to you by the all-new Game Guard. That's right, the Game Guard Edition 600-pound stand-and-fill feeder from All Seasons Feeders. Check it out. Some new improvements, including a, uh, a shelf, feeding shelf. That's right. Uh, Zach over there with All Seasons is always pushing the envelope when it comes to innovation and design is the game guard 600 pound stand and fill from all seasons feeders check it out let's take a break up next we'll shift gears and get into a little crappie discussion what are those slabs doing this time of year still spawning or are they moving out into those summer haunts seven time crappie anglers of texas angler of the year paul obeer drops by next right here on the lone star outdoors show
Cable Smith here for Deerview Windows. As a whitetail hunter, nothing is more frustrating than poor visibility in a deer blind. It can flat ruin a hunt. At Deerview Window Company, they manufacture windows solely for the use in deer stand and deer blinds. All of their windows and doors can be custom made to fit your specific openings. Or you can select from standard sizes from hinged windows to sliding windows and everything in between. Visit DeerviewWindows.com to determine which style window is best for your deer blind. Plus, you'll get a free quote. Deerview Windows, where visibility matters. So you know I love my guns, and one of my favorite hobbies is target shooting. Grant Stinchfield here. Recently, I got to experience what it's like to shoot at the Rockwall Gun Club. It's an amazing place, sitting on 70 acres, but what makes the Rockwall Gun Club so special is not just its first-class state-of-the-art facilities. Yes, it even has a 500-yard rifle range where your results show up on an iPad, but for me, it's the private atmosphere. It's like a country club for gun owners, 100% members only. And what's so cool is that many of the members are law enforcement officers, so it's common to be shooting next to the pros. The Rockwall Gun Club has 19 100-yard rifle stations, 19 25-yard pistol stations, and if archery is your thing, there's even a range for bow hunters. Now is the time to act. Become a founding member like me. The incentives they're offering are too good to pass up. The Rockwall Gun Club offers family and corporate memberships. Visit rockwallgunclub.com to set up a tour and see firsthand what it's like to be part of a private shooting experience. Visit rockwallgunclub.com. That's rockwallgunclub.com. Tell them Grant Stinchfield sent you. There's my favorite from Fred Eaglesmith, Wilder Than Hers, the name of that one there, bringing us back on the Lone Star Outdoor Show, powered by Dallas Safari Club. I'm your host, Cable Smith, and uh, do want to say thanks to Lone Star Beer and Hoff Power Players as well. Appreciate their support, but not as much as I appreciate you guys and gals for tuning in. Because if y'all aren't listening, then there's really no point in me sitting here talking to myself. So uh, thanks for being here. We're about to talk a little crappie fishing. Uh, Man, slabs are starting to move back out of the shallow. So if you missed the spawn, there's still time to catch them. And Paulo Beer, uh, what is it, seven or eight-time crappie anglers of Texas Angler of the Year, will join us momentarily. But first... This segment of the show is brought to you by the Drive Over Chalk. The first Drive Over Wheel Chalk chocks all tires on axle. If you missed the spawn, there's still time to catch them. And Paulo Beer, uh, what is it, seven or eight-time crappie anglers of Texas Angler of the Year, will join us momentarily. But first, this segment is brought to you by the innovative new Drive Over Chalk. One-time installation to your trailer bed by lag screws and washers, which are provided, and you're done. Your ATV isn't going anywhere. It's the Drive Over Chalk. It's the first of its kind, and you're going to be able to protect your investment. The ATVs and UTVs, they are expensive. We all know that. Uh, so protect it on your way to the deer lease or to your rural property, and dock it. It's the Drive Over Chalk. And you can find it at driveoverchalk.com or call 800-676-DOC9. Oh, yeah. And don't forget to ask for your Lone Star Outdoor Show discount. Uh, Check it out. Okay, uh, let's go ahead and bring on our next guest. He is a seven, maybe eight. I can't even remember. It's been so many. But uh, he collects Angler of the Year awards from the Crappie Anglers of Texas Tournament Trail. Like I used to collect baseball cards when I was a kid. I'm not kidding (laughs) you. There's nobody better. It's my pleasure to welcome our old friend Paul O'Beer back to the show. Well, thanks for having me. Certainly a pleasure. Pleasure. So um, I guess the first thing folks want to know is, is the spawn pretty much over at this point? 
Yes, I, I mean, you can still catch a few. They're not, I think, the real shallow fish in that one to two foot water is over with, but mm-hmm. most of them, you can still catch a few in that four to seven, six, seven, eight foot water, but early in the morning seems like the best time to do that, and then they kind of move back out, but you're just catching a few of the males. I think the bigger females and stuff are already done. Yeah, okay, so they're getting more into that uh, early summer pattern then. Right, right. right. So, yeah, so talk about that as far as what uh, behaviorally that early summer pattern means for uh, crappie. Well, they'll. I, what I've been finding is they'll get out there in any of that 15 to 20 foot water, but they're suspended. Mm-hmm. Most of them are still in that anywhere from 7 to 12 foot deep around the trees and that kind of stuff. Uh, I've been focusing on trying to find about 15 to 20, 25 foot water and and I start about 10 foot deep, you know, just letting it down easy until I find where they're at. And usually if you can find where they're at, if they're, say, you catch them 12 foot deep around a tree, then that's probably what you're going to be fishing most of the day, you know. And if it's in 17 foot water or 20 foot water, that's usually where they're going to be. Okay, okay. And is the bite, is it staying pretty strong throughout most of the day? Uh, It seems like the bite is a lot better up until around dinner and then after that it kind of slows down some and then it'll pick back up later in the afternoon buddy of mine old jerry hancock he's been catching a lot of fish over at levon he's he's actually catching a lot of fish on brush piles now huh. and timber but more brush piles he told me that he's got one that's in it's in eight foot and it falls off to about 14 and he said that where wherever he can put one on a drop is where he's really been killing them huh okay right on and so tell us what what technique you're using? I'm sure, obviously, it's vertical jigging, but uh, yeah, what... yeah, I'm using a eighth ounce. Uh, uh, it's, colors really dependent on your, you know, your water color. But uh, Ray Roberts has always been a predominant clear lake. Uh, I like, I like the white and chartreuse, the grape and chartreuse. Uh, the black and chartreuse is is pretty good when it's a little murkier than what it is, but. Uh, the white and the chartreuse, your clear bait seem to be working real well. I use an eight ounce jig head and ten pound test line, and sometimes, as you know, if the bite's tough, I'll I'll take some minnows and I'll tip a minnow on there. So on on my jig head, so it it that sometimes helps. Okay, so that's pretty much the go-to is tipping the the jig head. Tipping them, yes. If if it's a slow bite, yeah, I, I I'm always gonna have a few minnows with me. Uh huh. And just to see if it makes a difference, and if it if it doesn't make a difference, then I don't use them. But if it does make a difference, then I'm gonna use all of my gut. Right, right, absolutely. Um, okay, and then um, are, are they are they crushing it, or is it uh, you know kind of a subtle strike? No, actually, the bite's pretty good. You you actually can feel the thump right now. Uh-huh. Uh, seems like later on in the day that the bite gets a little lighter, but early in the morning, you know, like I say, up till around dinner, it's they they. You know you got to buy it. Oh, Paul, for any of our listeners that are listening outside of Texas or outside of the South, explain what dinner is. Dinner? <laughs> yeah. Dinner's 12 o'clock to me. <laughs> right, right. Right. I know what you're saying, but uh, we have a lot of listeners from all over the country, and some of them, like, dinner, you mean like uh, 6 o'clock? Or, you know, it's, it means different. It has different meaning in different places. So, but, uh, but yeah, so, okay, up until about noon, they're hitting it pretty hard. Talk a little bit about crappie anglers of Texas as far as when does y'all, I don't know if y'all's tournament trail is picked back up or um, if y'all are in your downtime right now. 
No, we're we're going strong right now. We just uh, had our uh, scholarship winners presented at the last meeting on Tuesday night. We had four winners this year, mm-hmm. and uh, we gave away $2,500 in scholarship. And I think that's, so far, that's put us over $15,000 that we've gave, given away in scholarships. And, awesome. Uh, it's a pretty neat deal. And, you know, these kids do a great job and the, with their essays and the community service that they put in, and we try to reward them. And uh, I really like doing a, that kind of stuff for the club and we have a crappie anglers texas to me by far is the best crappie club in the united states hands down mm-hmm. we run about i think we have right at 270 members right now and and five dollars for your membership fee goes toward the scholarship fund and we have a bunch of fundraisers and raffles and stuff to get to raise this money for these kids and it's a great deal and next month in june June 3rd on Lake uh, Louisville, we're having our junior angler tournament. So if anybody's interested, uh, give me a call and we'll get you set up and take the junior anglers out. And it's all about the kids and we give prizes away and, and everybody walks away with a whole bunch of prizes and and uh, six flags tickets, bicycles, that kind of stuff. And everybody gets a trophy and we have a little tournament for them and, and they get to weigh their fish in and we don't. We really don't care what to catch. If it's crappie, bass, we'll weigh anything. So whatever they catch and bring up there, we'll weigh it in. What is let me, it? Let me reiterate. I really love what you guys are doing for our youth and giving back to them, and and uh, especially with the scholarship program, it's it's phenomenal. So uh, kudos well, to you guys. Well, well, like I say, we started this. You know, the club's been around. This is our tenth year now, and we started this about five years ago. The scholarship program and. We've always had the junior angler stuff for the, you know, the tournaments and stuff for the kids. And we, we decided that, you know, we need to do something different. And we started this scholarship program. And, and man, it, it's it's really been a, a good thing for the club. These kids, like I say, it, it, and it's not just for kids going to, coming out of high school, going to college. You can be in college and still apply for this. So it, it, it's, a, it's a neat little deal for everybody. What, uh... What about the next tournament for crappie anglers of Texas? Uh, I think it's what's the, I think it's the it, every one of our tournaments is on the third Saturday of the month. So mm-hmm. whatever that is, it'll be next week. Mm-hmm. Where's that and one it's at? Go, it's going to be on. This is the first time we've ever done this. Uh, we're going to Lake Sam Rayburn. Oh wow! And yes, and uh, and it's it's our club is really getting to be known because we've getting a lot of these people around these lakes calling us wanting to have us wanting us to come down there and have a tournament on their lakes and you know when we first started we kind of had to hunt and try to find somewhere to have a way in and that kind of stuff now it's pretty neat that everybody's just calling us hey man can you come down here and put on a tournament and we'll, we'll help you any way we can and it's it's really working out real well that's incredible really excited about that growth i mean we've been we've had you on the show i think we this is almost eight years for us and you and i've been talking that entire time so uh, right. to see uh what the club's been able to do is it's really great i guess it was uh april 1st we had our big crappie tournament that we always have on fort we started this this year was the third year and we started we had the first tournament it was a one fish you weigh in one fish big tournament and we had i think it was around 70 or 80 people uh-huh. and last year we had uh right at 200 wow this year we had over 300 327 i think 
it's just growing and growing and growing. We gave away uh, $17,000 in cash at that one-day tournament. Wow. <laughs> and next year, we've already got sponsors already said, hey, they want to be a part of it. We're hoping to have 500 next year. Incredible. Incredible. Yeah, and that's uh, Lake Fork is where I caught my biggest crappie ever with you, well over right. two pounds. Um, well, we had a uh, – uh, last year we had a three three twenty weight in I think's what it was. Oh my gosh! This year two ninety two I think won it. Uh huh. Wow. And uh, you know, and if you if you catch one over three, it's a five thousand uh, dollar. That's extra five thousand dollars. That money's sponsored by Emory wow. Economical Development. Yes, and. You know that it didn't get paid out this this year, so it rolls over into next year. Oh, that's awesome! So it, we're looking at some real, real big money next year. Yeah. Well, would you say that Lake Fork is still the uh, when it comes to big crappie is still the best in Texas? Uh, I, there's three lakes that come to my mind. Uh, probably Lake Fork is probably the the predominant one to catch if you're going to in the springtime try to catch a three pounder you'd probably have more luck catching it there mm-hmm. uh, the next one would be lake palestine and then you have lake of the pines those are the three really really big fish known for big fish lakes we have uh-huh. and then you fished other states too paul uh you know i think you, did you do crappie masters for a while or? yeah I, I still fish crappie masters and uh-huh. and uh, uh actually the best that i've seen that I've ever been to is in Grenada, Mississippi. That's oh. the biggest, biggest fish you'll ever see come out of them lakes. Really? Any any of those lakes in Mississippi, but Grenada is really well known for the three pound fish. Huh. I mean, they'll have a tournament there, and there's probably be ten or fifteen three pounders weighed in. Goodness gracious! Yeah. Well, awesome, my friend. We certainly appreciate it. Always great to uh, touch base with you to talk a little crappie fishing. Um, really excited about. The club's continued growth, and uh, we'll do it again very soon. Hi, hey, man. Thanks for having me on the show. All Y'all right. get out there and go fishing. Take care, Paul. All right, man. Uh, Be careful. Well, there he goes, one of the greatest crappie fishermen. Well, for sure the best crappie fisherman I know personally. Uh, here in Texas, he crushes it and then also does very well on the Crappie Masters Tour as well. Paul O'Bear. Uh, That segment of the show brought to you by Lone Star Beer, the national beer of Texas, available right now in the come-and-take-it can. Grab a 12-pack on your way to, well, it's the last weekend of turkey season, so if you're heading to the turkey lease, uh, grab a 12-pack, or if you're heading out to the lake, do the same. Just remember to drink responsibly when you enjoy an ice-cold Lone Star Beer. Lone Star Beer, the national beer of Texas. Let's take a break. Up next, (laughs) one of the funniest things that I have seen or heard Regarding the outdoors in a long time, golf pro Ryan Gray joins us next to talk about his viral duck hunting video. Uh, It's absolutely incredible, and you won't believe what his weapon and ammo combination was. He'll tell us about it next right here on the Lone Star Outdoors Show. Hey y'all, Cable here for 3 Curl Outfitters, and whether you want to bow hunt hogs or get after them with thermal imaging and night vision, under the cover of darkness, 3 Curl has you covered. They've got the latest and greatest thermal imaging and night vision technology. They hunt 
unlimited, I mean, just thousands upon thousands of acres of ag fields. Or if you're a bow hunter and you want to sit in a stand and wait for the hog to come to you, uh, they can do that as well. Check it out, 3curl.com to book your next hog hunt. Hi, I'm Craig Boddington. I'd like to invite you to become a member of Dallas Safari Club, one of the world's leading hunting and conservation organizations. As a member, you'll receive Game Trails Magazine, a monthly newsletter, and invitations to our monthly meetings and special activities. Join Dallas Safari Club, an international organization based in Dallas, supporting hunting and conservation worldwide. For more information, call 800-9-GO-HUNT or visit our website at www.biggame.org. Howdy folks, I'm Lee Hoffbear for Hoffbear's Outdoor Superstore in Gulfway, Texas. I hope you're enjoying the Lone Star Outdoor Show. We've been a title sponsor for a number of years now, and we're proud to be a part of it. I'd also like to thank you for making Hoffbear's once again the number one Polaris dealer in Texas. Please keep buying your Polaris products from us. Send us your friends, your neighbors, all your hunting buddies, and I promise we'll keep giving the best deals on a brand new Polaris in all of Texas. Whether you're looking for a Polaris for work or play, whether you need a regular Ranger or maybe a Ranger Crew, an RZR, they've got an all-new Ace that you need to come test drive. We've also got four-wheelers from a youth model all the way up to the all-new Sportsman 1000. For your Polaris headquarters, Hoff Powers Outdoor Superstore in Gulfway, Texas is who you need to see all or get on the web and contact today. You can check us out at hpolaris.com. That's H's in Hoff Power, polaris.com. Or you can come see us at Highway 84 West in Gulfway, Texas. And folks, Hoff Powers has been in Central Texas for over 50 years now, and we couldn't have stuck around this long if we were steering you wrong. That is the music of the Steep Canyon Rangers featuring Steve Martin. Yes, funny man, comedian, actor, Steve Martin. One hell of a banjo player, by the way. I love that tune. I'm Cable Smith. Thank you so much for being here. As and we've got, uh, speaking of funny stuff, we got a pretty humorous story to get into <laughs> involving hunting ducks out of season, which wouldn't really seem like it'd be funny until you hear the story. So we'll get into that here momentarily with golfer Ryan Gray. But first, this segment of the show proudly brought to you by Pulsar Night Vision and Thermal Imaging. They continue to turn night into day with their industry-leading thermal imaging technology, including the new Pulsar Trail, also the Helion Monocular, as well as the Pulsar Core. So that's a lineup of two new scopes and one monocular. The image quality is better than anything that I've ever looked through, and uh, I encourage you to check it out. Plus, if you order anything from Pulsar, night vision or thermal, you'll save 20% off your entire order if you use my promo code, which is just Lone Star. So when you check out at PulsarNV.com, use that promo code, save 20%. All right, uh, let's go ahead, bring on our next guest. His video has gone viral here over the last week or so. Truly a, an internet and social media sensation here. <laughs> it's my pleasure to welcome Orlando Country Club golf pro Ryan Gray to the show. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. I imagine it's been kind of a crazy week for you as this video has gone viral. Uh, people like me are calling you saying, hey, uh, we'd like to visit with you. Yeah, it's insane. I mean, uh, I was sitting here laughing on a lot of conversations just thinking, you know, this video we posted a, you know, a year and a half ago with the thought of it, hey, maybe it'll go viral. And, you know, 
two, you know, 48 hours. It's just been crazy. Oh, wow. So this was a year and a half ago. Yeah, it was <laughs> January 2016. We went out and played, you know, a few buddies, had some drinks, had a good time. And 17, we started videotaping the part three, and then we carried it over to 18. And uh-huh. then, you know, that's when everything happened. <laughs> <laughs> and you're playing, uh, well, we'll get into that here momentarily. Yeah. But you're actually a, um, a golf pro. For, I mean, yeah. that's what you do for a living at the Country Club yeah. of Orlando. Yeah. Um, so where did you play in college? So I uh, I went to Millersville University, and then I also um, I, I didn't play college golf. I went to the Golf Academy of America, actually, at the Myrtle Beach campus to learn the golf business. Uh-huh. And then uh, I started working in the golf business as a golf professional at the age of 21 in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, where I'm from Lancaster, Pennsylvania. So um, I stayed a lot up in Pennsylvania about three years ago, I moved to Florida, and then Worked at the Ritz Carlton down here, and then most recently here at the Country Club Orlando. Okay, good deal. Yeah, good deal. So, well, Pennsylvania, where you're from, that's a huge deer hunting state. I don't know if you grew up. Oh there, yeah. Or, uh, or if you were always yeah, on the links. Yeah, you know, like I said, I'm originally born in Jersey, so it wasn't too much of a hunter or a fisherman in my my world. But um, uh-huh. I had a lot of friends who did it. Right. Right. Okay. Well, so on that day, uh, you're playing. I guess you're playing the the famous. TPC Sawgrass, huh? Yeah, exactly. Right where they're uh, playing this week. That's why, you know, last time we booked, we did the same year, um, same day last year. Nothing really happened. And then this year it just kind of took off. But, yeah, TPC Sawgrass course where they're playing the Players' Championship uh, this week. So it, it, all the timing worked out this time. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, you know, like you said, you're you're more of a city guy, uh, not the uh, prototypical <laughs> outdoorsman. But sure. on that day, I guess you decided to take up duck hunting. You know, I yeah. traditionally use a Mossberg 12-gauge and heavy shot number fours. It looks like you were using a Callaway and a Pro-V1. <laughs> I, I was using a TaylorMade. I had a TaylorMade M1 uh-huh. and a TaylorMade uh, TP golf ball. That's what I was uh, using as my uh, my ammo that day. <laughs> <laughs> so you tee off, and it looks like you, you hit it pretty uh, pretty well. Oh, man. I was, I was, when I hit it and it happened, I put my hand on my head. I was in shock, but it was really one of probably the best drives, I mean, as far as contact. Well, I mean, I hit it hard. I mean, and then the next one, I had to tee it up again, and it was the, the probably the hardest shot to pull the trigger because I didn't want to hit it again. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, okay. So, for anyone who hasn't seen the video, you tee off, and yeah. uh, all of a sudden, this bird flies into frame, and you just crush it, and it folds up just oh, limp yeah. and lands in the water with a big splash. Um, yeah. Now, what do you, do you have any idea what kind of bird, what kind of duck it, it looks like? A duck? Uh, it was a kind of duck. Actually, a good friend of mine is a hunter. He was telling me the kind of duck it is. I don't know off the top of my head. Was it a black but, duck? Um, no, no, it wasn't. It was, uh, it was, a, it was a different name to it. My my friend Corey, he was, uh, he uh, is a big hunter, and um, he was telling me what kind of duck it was. But I, I don't know off the top of my head. I have to send you that info. Yeah. But yeah. um, yeah. So I hit the bird and it, or hit the duck and it went in. And you see on the video if you slow it down about another. 100 yards up, the ball goes in the water. So then I had to, you had to actually, in the rules of golf, you had to read T and I had to hit three off the T. We're I hitting a damn hit duck? You, I was going to ask oh, you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. You don't get a redo. It's, it's you know, you, you're hitting three and then I hit the next one right down the fairway. I hit another great drive right down the middle. Which was, it, was, <laughs> it was tough to pull the trigger, like I said, that second one. I'm looking around, making sure there's nothing there. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, just absolutely incredible uh, footage. Yeah. And your buddies that were, I guess, filming and were there uh, in your group were just like, oh, yeah. my God, did you see what oh, just happened? Yeah. I mean, 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, anyone who plays golf, you know, or and when you're out with the boys, sometimes a few liquid courage drinks get in you. And, you know, so, I mean, we were at a point on the 18th hole, and we were just like, them laughing wasn't that it was fun. It was just in shock. I mean, it was, that was the first thing we thought about. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So. Yeah. Well, was, I mean, uh, you, you crazy day. killed him stone cold dead. I mean, no twitching. Yeah. And you, whoever was filming, walks over with the camera, and yeah. you can see the duck, uh, you know, belly up, and there's just blood pouring out of its noggin. So yeah. it was a nice, clean, oh, yeah. ethical kill. <laughs> yeah. At least it wasn't there wasn't too much suffering going on there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, oh my god. Yeah. Well, cool. Where uh, where do you recommend folks go check the video out? I know you, it's been licensed now, and yeah, so uh, Viral Hog is uh, it has the video, and um, you can go you can go on the Viral Hog website and check it out there, um, or you can go on YouTube and just uh, you know Google uh, Sawgrass uh, Duck Hunt Golf. <laughs> awesome. So check it um, out both ways. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if the season was open or not. I think in that situation, uh, you just leave it lay and. Uh, yeah. You hit your third yeah. shot off the tee. We weren't going in there after because we figured maybe an alligator or something would come get us. Yeah. yeah. Well, cool, man. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, when this kind of stuff happens, uh, whether you're an outdoorsman or not, it's it's fun to get guys on the air and, and talk yeah, about absolutely. that. Uh, yeah, absolutely. There's this one cross country uh, collegiate race about six months ago, and this guy just, I guess it was in Pennsylvania, and someone was doing a deer drive, and they pushed. A, a herd of whitetail through this cross country race, and this guy just gets clotheslined. I mean, oh like, man, just body slammed. And, I'll uh, check that out. Yeah, yeah. Go, go, take a look at that. It, uh, it reminds yeah. me of, of your your duck hunt here. So <laughs> sometimes nature and humans just have these weird interactions. So absolutely. Anyway, well, hey man, we appreciate the time today. Hey, I appreciate being on, and uh, thanks a lot, Cable. Appreciate it. All right, take care, Ryan. All right, man. You too. Bye bye. All right, there he goes, golf pro Ryan Gray, <laughs> the viral social media and internet sensation here over the last week or so. Uh, y'all check out that video. It's worth watching. Pretty insane stuff. Uh, kills that duck deader than anything I've ever shot with a uh, steel shot. That's for dang sure. Um, that segment, by the way, was proudly brought to you by Dallas Safari Club, the worldwide leader. In big game conservation, we'd love to have you get plugged in with this great group of like-minded folks who are passionate about hunters' rights, education, and most importantly, conservation. Check us out at biggame.org for more info. Well, (laughs) my least favorite part of every show, we got to go because we are flat out of time. Got to get out of here. I appreciate each of y'all. For being a part of the show this week. Thanks to all of our sponsors for making this show possible. We wouldn't be here without their support. Thanks to our guests as well. Uh, Ryan Gray, Toby Nunn of Veteran Outdoors, and of course our old buddy and crappie maestro, Paul O'Beer. We will do it again same time, same place next week. Until then, I'm Cable Smith saying y'all have a great week in the outdoors. People just walked on by As I 